Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you for a very special episode of our program, Watch Therefore. I'm at an archaeological site of first century Magdala here in northern Israel, in the Galilee. The Sea of Galilee is right over there. And of course, this place is most well known because of a lady disciple who hails from here, Mary Magdalene, also known in those days as Miriam from Magdala. And Magdala was very well known in that day as a religious, cultural, and economic center. It was known as a prosperous city with an immoral reputation it was a Jewish city faced with Roman Greco influence. And today, it's so relevant, though it's an ancient place, so relevant for every disciple of Messiah Jesus. And the words of our Savior and the words of the Word of God are leaping off the pages of the Bible. And we'll do so right into your heart and right into your mind and right into your life if you'll reach out by faith and take it. Oh, hallelujah. Let's listen to the word of God from Magdala. Join me in a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our risen Savior, our Lord Jesus' name, please bless everyone who's watching today and bless the reading and hearing of your word. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we see Mary Magdalene and Luke Eight verses one through three. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chuza, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him with their substance. See this. This lowly, obscure woman who comes from this place of prosperity yet immorality. She's, she's possessed, she's, she's demonized with seven spirits. And our Lord Jesus reaches down, casts those spirits out of her, delivers her, and raises her up so that she is accompanying with others, of course, other disciples of Messiah Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Oh, hallelujah. It reminds me of another great woman of God, Hannah, who was previously barren, 
cried out to the Lord, and he opened her womb so she could give birth to Samuel. And she's praising him. She's praising this great Savior. And listen to what she says about him that's so consistent with what the Lord did with Mary Magdalene. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. And folks, that's what he does with us. We've sinned against him. We've broken his laws. Uh, To the rest of the world, uh, we're just like everybody else, obscure people. And certainly we live in a world, much of which is prosperous, but very immoral. We come to Messiah Jesus and he raises us up to be king's kids, children of the most high God who inherit eternal life and the kingdom of God. Now see in Mark chapter 16, verse 9, the Lord continues to raise Mary Magdalene up as she is the first to see this Savior risen from the grave. Let's look again at the Word of God. Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he cast out seven demons. So once again, this lady who came from obscurity and many believe a place of immorality, she also is raised up to a place of prominence where she's given the honor to be the first to see Messiah Jesus risen from the grave. Oh, what a difference it makes to be saved by Messiah Jesus and to be part of the kingdom of God. Now, to another spot here in Magdala. And this is so special. I'm so thankful to be right here in this place. And I think you'll know why even more in just a moment. Not only are we in a special place, but within this special place is a very special place. This is a first century synagogue in Magdala. Now, I'm going to read a passage of scripture and share a few things with you that are very exciting to me. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Scholars believe that this almost certainly was a synagogue that Messiah Jesus would have visited that this passage explains. Oh, hallelujah. Just let that sink in for a second. The King of glory, the creator of the universe, was standing bodily in in this place. (laughs) What a blessing to be here. And, and not only was he standing here, that he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He was healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And, and, and the worst disease of all, it's been a global pandemic since the time of Adam and Eve, is the disease called sin. It's killing all of us. 
and Messiah Jesus came to save us from eternal death that this disease brings. Uh, death called the second death in the book of Revelation in a lake of fire. Messiah Jesus came. He died on the cross. And on the third day, hallelujah, he rose from the grave. And now he sits next to our Father on his throne. And he has raised up disciples down through the centuries. And what do they do? They preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. They lay hands on people and they pray over them. And by the power of the risen Savior, Messiah Jesus, and the person of the Holy Spirit, giving glory to our Father in heaven, he raises up the sick and still heals today. I like to say it this way. King Jesus is the great physician, and he still has a medical practice that's operational today. And, and like the old days, Dr. Jesus, the great physician, still makes house calls. He still makes house calls. What about you? What's your point of need where you need this great physician to come to your home and visit you? I think he would do that even right now based on the word of God and based on the testimony that he's left down through the centuries of those who've been saved from their sins, healed and set free and made right with the Lord, looking forward to an eternal life. Let's pray even now. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please touch somebody watching today. Please save, heal, forgive, and raise up. Thank you, Father, in the Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be right back in just a moment with more that's so exciting from this place and very relevant for you who are watching today. Remember, watch Therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To The Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds.
A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Now, years later, listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for his people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that his people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when his people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the notes section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of his judgments. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. I'm here in ancient first century Magdala, a special archaeological site here in the Galilee in Israel. And I'm standing in front of the synagogue that most almost certainly our Savior would have stood in in the time of his earthly ministry. 
And one of the passages that shows us that he was in this area, we're going to look at that in just a second. This passage is more relevant for we who live in this generation than any past generation ever. Please listen. This is so vital and important and will bless you tremendously. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 15, And he sent away the multitude, got into the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and testing him, asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said to them, When it's evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. So we see that our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, was in this town. And the message he shares with the Pharisees is so important for every disciple of Messiah Jesus and certainly for every church leader and any Messianic congregational leader. Why? Well, let's think back a ways. We think of the Pharisees, we think of hypocrisy. Why? Well, these were the gatekeepers. These were the ones that had the word of God. These were the ones we, they were supposed to be able to listen to, to know who God is, what God is doing, what God expects of his people. And, and they ask him, the king of glory, Israel's Messiah standing right in front of them that they're rejecting, they ask him for a sign. They ask him for a sign. And he rebukes them. Why does he rebuke them? Why does he call them hypocrites? It's because the signs of the word of God that have been written up to that time, the, the, the Torah, uh, the prophets, the writings, the Hebrew scriptures were leaping off the pages right in front of their very eyes. The signs of, the, of Israel's Messiah that he would be born of a virgin, he would be a descendant of David, right? Messiah Jesus on his mother's side, Mary is a descendant of David. His adopted father Joseph is even a descendant of David. There's a legal uh, issue with that, yes? Of course, he's God the Son, the Son of God. We know that. Yet both parents, the adopted father or the human legal father and uh, the uh, mother, the earthly mother of Messiah Jesus from David. He's from the tribe of Judah. He's doing signs and wonders and miracles even greater than Moses and the prophets. So all of these signs are leaping off the pages right in front of them but they're looking for a sign. And, and when we think of the Pharisees, we think, well, how could those Pharisees, those wicked Pharisees, look what they did? And actually, just as, a, as an incidental something, some of the Pharisees got right with God. Yeah, Nicodemus, Joseph of Arimathea, and then we see in the book of Acts later, others received the Lord. And, and certainly, some still held on to that Antichrist spirit and rejected the Lord all the way to the end. But the point I'm making is, is this. I've learned something about wisdom. Um, wisdom learns from one's own mistakes, while great wisdom learns from others' mistakes. 
great wisdom learns from others' mistakes. How does that apply here? The last 50, 75 years, for the last many decades, the signs of the coming of the Lord, the rapture and the second coming have been leaping off the pages of the Bible. Well, what do you mean? Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and many other places. Yes, we see the four birth pangs, the global ethnic violence, the famines. Yes, the pestilences, all these different diseases, and now a global pandemic that's changing the whole world. And the earthquakes shaking the earth like never before. These things operating together. These four things like never before. All in the context of the fig tree blossoming. Israel is the fig tree in the Bible. Yes? And, and the fig tree generation where all of the signs will come to pass, including the four birth pangs, the great tribulation, of course, the rapture just preceding the tribulation, the great tribulation, uh, the days of Noah, of great wickedness and corruption and violence in, a popula in the midst of a population explosion. All of those things leaping off the pages of the Bible. And I believe the Lord still does signs and wonders today of healing and miracles and all that. But look at the last many decades, how there's been this pursuit of signs and wonders or a complete ignoring that the Lord would do signs and wonders while rejecting and being blinded to all of these signs Messiah Jesus spoke of that are leaping off the pages of the Bible right now. How many church leaders, how many Christians, professing disciples of Messiah Jesus, and yes, even born again, possessing disciples of Messiah Jesus, have been ignoring the signs that are so clearly all around us today. Do you know something? The lost, those who don't know the Lord, those who don't know the Lord at all, they can see something's different about this generation. Something's wrong and they're seeking for answers. And you know where, sadly, they, they, they would have a difficult time finding answers to what's going on in this generation? Sadly, they would have a difficult time finding out in many churches today. Why? Because of the hypocrisy like those the Lord is rebuking here in Magdala. The same kind of hypocrisy. And so what do we need to do? We need to humbly come before the Lord. Because these things were written as examples to us. These things were written that we might see, well, wow, this is what the Lord is doing now. And we, won't, we don't want to hear the word hypocrite being associated with us. I need to get right with the Lord. I need to see what he's doing in this generation. Remember the good and faithful servant in Matthew 24. He's watching for the master to come every day. And he's doing what the master commanded giving the other servants their food in due season. And I've discussed on the program before that Jesus the Lord is the bread of life. He was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. He's the manna that came down from heaven. He stood in this place and preached. And he shared these things that I'm telling you today. And the evil servant of Matthew 24, 
He's not watching for the master to come. And the master returns on a, on a day where he's not looking for him. And the master puts the evil servant into hell. With what? With who? The rest of the hypocrites. And so he speaks of two servants there. And I frequently ask the question, not to condemn, not, not to be harsh, but to say, look at where you are. Look at this generation that is unlike any generation before. And the signs of our Savior returning to judge the earth in righteousness are leaping off the pages of this book. These stones are crying out, come to Jesus the Lord, be forgiven, be saved, and get ready for the coming of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, your religion won't save you, right? Your good works won't save you. Even going to church, which is a good thing, won't save you. Only Jesus, the Lord, who lived a sinless life. He died on the cross. His innocent blood shed down that cross to pay for every time you and I lied, cursed God's name, and much more, and much more, and much more, right? We've all sinned much more than that. He took our sins upon himself on the cross. The innocent died to pay for the guilty. Why? Because that's how much God loves you and me. Hallelujah. The love of God up on that cross. He died and hallelujah. On the third day, he rose from the grave. He's defeated sin. He's defeated death. And he doesn't want to call you a hypocrite. He wants to call you his child, his disciple, his follower. And he wants you to be ready for him to come and take us back to that place he's gone to prepare for us. He said, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. I'm going to come again and take you back to that place. And then all hell is about to break loose on this earth. The wrath of God is going to be poured out on this earth. Yeah? Come and go with me to my father's house. Become a, an authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus today. Be forgiven. Be saved. Live a life that's ready to hear from him one day, very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Would you even pray with me now? Lord Jesus, I've sinned. I've broken our father's laws. I, I, I don't want to go to hell and I know you love me and you don't want me to go to hell. I'm going to turn away from my sins now. I'm going to repent. Please save me and forgive me. I put my faith in you today and you alone, Lord Jesus, to save me. Amen. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus and to be ready for him when he comes for us. Yes? Yeah. And for everyone who's watching today, Take these words seriously. This is a very serious generation, and you don't want to miss out on all of the grace. Listen, these are the days of Noah, right? In the modern days of Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus, he's coming for us when? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. He'll come again Our conquering king On that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore What belongs To